Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakening Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend Irma K. Sawyer is back. It's been a while because you were supposed to come and then things happened and didn't you didn't come on. So it's like it's been a while. I think it's like a year, a year and year and a half almost. Wow. Wow, um, it's been that long. Yeah. Too long. I know, right? <laughs> Too long. Yeah, all kinds of all kinds of life stuff. It's, uh, been, it's been crazy. It's been crazy. Um, just one second. So, so today we're talking about cosmic weather and healing crystals. We're going to learn about the current and upcoming astro astrological weather and what it means for you. We're going to be talking about some Andara crystals. They are a next level healing and spiritual tool. I have nine. And then I bought from Irma from her store, the Bright Star Emporium. So we're going to talk a little bit about those as well. And so for those of you who don't know Irma, she is an author, a spiritual teacher, an intuitive counselor, and a Akashic Records consultant, an energy healing practitioner. She's been in professional healing and consulting since a long time ago and holds certifications in Reiki, magnified healing, shamanic healing, intuitive counseling, and Akashic Record consulting. And so we love having Irma back with us because we have such a wonderful conversation. It's very light and very flowing. We're going to be taking live caller questions about you know, the astrological weather was happening and also about crystals. If you have questions about crystals, you know, yes, definitely about Andaras or other crystals, ask your questions. So you can raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. Um, all right. So Irma, welcome back to the show. So glad you're here. Hi, everybody. Hi, Laura. Thank you so much. I've missed you. I've missed everyone. I know, right? It's like, it's like time is going by so fast, as we all know. And, you know, sometimes you know, it just gets away from us. And thank you so much for all of your support and love and blessings that you've been sending to me and Robert, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you. It, it means a lot. Yeah. I'm so glad things are going, going well. Because well, I know things I'm were not going that well for you at that time too. So, so. No, no, they weren't. <laughs> so I really appreciate you taking the time to, to ask me and send, send your support and love to us as well. So thank you. Oh, of course. Yeah. You're, you're my soul fam. Got to take care of our soul fam, right? Absolutely. Um, I know. So what I was thinking, like, you know, whenever I think about our conversation that I love this, this is why, yeah, I'll be, I'll be on more because I, I love you and I, I love our conversations. Um, It's so interesting how you open up the floor, you know, the flow to spirit, like, what am I talking about today on, on Laura's show? And I knew a little bit about what I was talking about. And I was thinking about, well, we've got some big aspects tomorrow. We've got Jupiter and Pisces. This is going to affect you being a, your son is in Pisces. So, um, and anybody else with predominant Pisces planets. So it was like, I was really thinking about that, that that's going to bring a, a shift. We can talk about that in a minute. Um, but it's really interesting too, when you think about the conversation got larger, it got larger about in the collective and what we're going through. Um, for example, I, I follow author Lisa Rankin, and she had a great post about post-traumatic growth. You hear a lot about post-traumatic, uh, right? PTSD, right? Yeah. You don't hear a lot about post-traumatic growth. And I went, wow, that's pretty fantastic. We want to hear more about that, right? So what, what does that look like? That looks like having a greater sense of connection is one of the things having kind of it's kind of like a palate cleanser which are some of these retrogrades we're going to go through we're going to be talking about dropping the extraneous right because when we go through something like this it always is about the important it's about getting to the essence of what's really important in our lives and that's what retrogrades do mm -hmm. also um and we're going to talk about we're going into eclipse season so i thought with jupiter and pisces because jupiter expands pisces yeah. is very spiritual 
right? Yeah. Pisces is the rules, the collective. It, and it's interesting because people can get all doomy about, well, it could really go either way because Pisces, it does have a shadow. All signs have a shadow. It has a rose colored glasses, right? Maybe not seeing, you know, everything that's there, which I, I find a little bit of that endearing, you know, in a way, because it's like the opposite of cynicism, which is mm -hmm. assuming everything is ick. But it's more I like being innocent and naive and gullible sometimes, right? Yeah, there's a gullible side to it for sure. Um, I think that there's also a side that really, like a lot of empaths can do, a lot of star seeds and empaths and light workers, you're seeing the potential of mm -hmm. people and environments and all of that. And of course, it's going to fall short sometimes because that's just, you know, we're, yeah. we're here on planet Earth, right? Yeah. So I'm thinking, though, it, what, what, what came through, which I thought was really interesting, is that we're, of course, we're interested in healing. We're heal interested in healing the planet. We're interested in moving through these things that we're going through as a collective. So there's a way that you can, your own self-care, you can kind of offer it to the collective because the Pisces is the collective. It's the 12th house. It's all of us, right? So mm -hmm. I think that it's like one of those things where if you have trouble with with self-care or finding time it's like there's a bigger aspect to it as you work on your own stuff and clear your own stuff you're actually going to be helping other people other people that have that same issue right but also we're bringing in more spiritual energy that's going to help everyone because another interesting thing is pisces is affected uh neptune is related to pandemics mm -hmm. um you know so we, there's a lot there's astrology that's going on through this but, um, you know, on the other side, there's a lot of really bright things that we're looking at. We're looking at a lot of changes. Do some grounding. Yes, <laughs> grounding. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of grounding. Absolutely. Grounding, yeah. grounding helps everyone. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, get your, get your stones out. Um, so <laughs> what, I, what I wanted to share with you guys is we, we're coming on off of this beautiful new moon on Monday, which was in Taurus, right? Which is all about grounding. It's all about the earth plane. It's all about being the earth mama, being on, being on planet earth. And it's about our, our our resources and what we own our possessions and on the you know on the upside there's the upside and the downside right they say don't let your possessions possess you uh -huh. we can have too much stuff right so a great activity in a new moon cycle in taurus is to do like i was joking i've got this big bag that's getting larger and larger that i'm going to donate to the thrift store because if i'm not wearing it using it it's taking yeah. up space this is a really good activity that everybody can participate in with the Taurus new moon is really looking at what you own and what is what does Marie Kondo say if it doesn't spark joy right I love that if it's sitting there collecting dust clogging up your feng shui and I'm no expert on feng shui I do know a little bit about it but we all know what it feels like when you when your space is lighter when you have less things in your space so that's where we started out this cycle with that which I love and we're going into on May 26th, we have the super blood moon eclipse, right? And yeah. this is one of those things that, you know, I, I really don't like the doomy posts and the, what I call the clickbait. It's like people know my style. It's like I'm very, you know, I'm a Capricorn. I'm going to talk about what it really is. But, you know, these are all potentials, right? All of these are potentials. You know, nothing, there's no astrological aspect that's set in stone. These have, we could talk about what they can potentially be, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, an a full moon eclipse is intense, right? There's an intensity aspect. We can't really deny that. 
But um, what's interesting about Sag is Sag is about our personal philosophy and our beliefs. So you're going to see by the time I give you this little bite-sized chunk, by the time we get done, I'm kind of building a little sandwich here for you. You know, we started out with the new moon in Taurus. Now, then we go to the super blood moon. Okay, what are our beliefs? Full moons are about releasing, <laughs> letting go, right? So we're going to think about, well, is this my philosophy? Does it help me? Does my personal philosophy expand my life? Does it make me happier and healthier? And if not, then maybe we can make some adjustments in there. Um, I looked up the, there's something called Sabian symbols that were brought through. I've talked about these before by an amazing intuitive named Elsie Wheeler, um, who's been gone for quite a while now, but she brought through a symbol for each degree of each sign. So there's mm -hmm. 360 of them. Oh, wow. which is incredible and yes she was pisces of course she was anyway <laughs> amazing amazing so the um sabian symbol for the blood moon is an old owl sitting in a tree oh. isn't that interesting yeah so we've, we've got owl medicine and you know what's beautiful in our nature preserve here you might some of you might have seen it my partner at Langford Arts, he's been photographing the baby owls oh, that are now with and the mama. And so we are like been so immersed in this wonderful owl medicine. He's over there taking pictures all the time and they're just so cute. But think about it, right? Owl medicine, it's depth, right? It's wisdom. It's seeing in the dark. I mean, that might be a good, uh, you know, people take a little research out and Google that as a, as a totem, as an animal totem. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, um, that's that's what I'm gonna look at the comments later. Um, you do look like an owl for me too. Um, thank you. I think that's a compliment. Um, I so will take yeah. it as a compliment. Yes, I'll take it as a compliment. So yes, owl seeing in the dark, wisdom, right? Oh, tapping into that ancient energy. Sagittarius again, our personal philosophy, right? Yeah. What do we again? What are we believing? So that's, that's what's going on. And then eclipses, we can feel the effects of eclipses for up to six months. You know, by the time we get to the next eclipse, because they're usually, you know, five, six months apart, we have another one in the, in the winter. So, but the good thing is we're going to come up from air from all of this. We're, oh, we're, gonna, gonna go whenever, we're going into like, a very... It, it's, just, it's intense, 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 intense. You and know it's, well, like... it's deep and it's inward. It's deep and it's inward, right? Because we're I'm going to talk a little bit more about, about retrogrades because retrogrades are always an invitation to go within mm -hmm. and go deeper. So, but basically it's kind of like, well, are you going to be productive? What are you going to do when you're taking that focus and you're turning it in, right? What, do you, what are you doing there? So when we go from the super blood moon eclipse with that wonderful owl energy, that wisdom that I, I love that. That's like mwah, chef's kiss for that. I love that so much. So then we get on June 10th, we get the new moon in Gemini. Okay. With a solar eclipse, right? They always travel in pairs. We've got the lunar and the solar. What does the solar do? I always joke and say it's till it lights fire under your butt. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know, it can't, right? So that's the, per it's, it's kind of to get you moving, get, get it going, right? Yeah. Gemini, very intuitive, very creative. And we're also going to have that. Mercury is going to be retrograde in Gemini. And I know people are like, oh, there's an ominous side to it, but there's also an upside. So I'll tell you both. Mercury, when it's in Gemini, when it's retrograde, it's pretty retrograde. I don't know how else to put it. Mm -hmm. Back up your stuff mm -hmm. now. 
Okay, get it, get all your ducks in a row because it really does rule communication quite literally. It's the ruler of the sign. So when you have it in Virgo or Gemini, it's quite strong, right? But on the other hand, this is all about, right, how our, again, it's about beliefs. It's about what's rolling around and what, what we're thinking. What are we talking about? What are we thinking about? Yeah. That's Mercury, right? And you, I know in your great show, Laura, you talked a lot about our thoughts and what we're thinking. We're speaking, um, <laughs> we're speaking it into manifestation, yeah. right? Yeah. That your, 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 your voice, of course, is very, very important. You're, what you're saying, words, the magic of words, right? Spelling using abracadabra speaking it into reality okay Absolutely. so as you can see we th this is i really like this progression right how we're starting at okay do i need to what do i need to sh get rid of or clear in my space we're going to start with our space with taurus then we move into what am i what are my beliefs what's my philosophy what do i need tweaking about that then when, by the time we get to the new moon we're like what am i speaking mm -hmm. out what am i putting out there Again, it also has to do with beliefs as well. Gemini is very much about the detective. It's about what are all these possibilities? It's the opposite, right, of Sag, which can be dogmatic. Gemini's like, I want to look at all these viewpoints and see what fits for me, mm -hmm. right? So it's more possibility, okay? Then by the time we get to the next full moon on June 24th, and I love that it's my dear friend, Shannon Murray of Lunar Ladies, birthday and for those of you who follow her i'm i have my own show called live from the cosmic couch and she's going to be on my show on her birthday so um if you're interested in her amazing wisdom that's going to be a great show but that's going to be a full moon in capricorn which is all about again manifestation on the physical plane making it real so see how cool this is isn't this fun and cool I love it. I looked at those two pairs. I just looked yeah. at those two pairs and that's what I was shown about him. And I thought, you know, I really, I really love that. So again, are we going to have frustrations of Mercury retrograde? You're dang right. We are that, that happens. It requires happens. patience, yeah. right? It, it's inevitable. But at the same time, if you look at that as an opportunity to like, how can I kind of tweak my belief system? How can, how can I use the magic of this transit? And, and also how this plays into Jupiter and Pisces. Jupiter rules spiritual teachers. Mm -hmm. It also, you're going to dig this. It rules entrepreneurs. It rules people <laughs> like us. So what does that I mean? I know that. I thought it was yeah. just mainly about the spiritual, you know, roles and expansion. Yeah. It, I just learned that too, that it rules entrepreneurs. I love that. So again, Pisces, if you're, these are the two areas that are people are going to really benefit service work, whatever that, that takes many forms and also people doing spiritual work or healing work, which is of course the field that we're in. Yeah. So, um, as far as dates, that's going to go in tomorrow on the 13th, it's going to only be in there. We're going to get a little taste of that energy. It's going to come back out on July 20th to uh, ingress back into Aquarius. At the end of the year, right before New Year's on December 29th, it goes back into Pisces. This is our wonderful New Year's present for people that have strong Pisces like I do also. Mm -hmm. It'll go back in there and it'll be there until May 20th of 22, which is a nice chunk of time. So um, what does so that mean? I need you to tell me every day what to do. <laughs> It's like, all right, today, this is what's happening. This is what you should do. Today, this is what's happening. This is what you should do. 
<laughs> I don't know about every day. I would do that for you, Laura, though, but not for everybody. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe once a week. Okay, this week, this is what it looks like for you. So this is what you should focus on. <laughs> I love that. Well, I do. Yeah, I do forecasts. I do do the forecasts of Patreon. And of course, some of the, uh, we've got some, a lot of free material at Cosmic Weather, my page on Facebook, if, if people are interested in that. Um, but I was thinking about this. This is another really powerful thing. Jupiter and Pisces is going to be about compassion for others, but really profoundly, it's going to be about compassion for the self, right? You know what I, today when I was doing my um, new moon meditation and setting my intentions, one of my intentions was, believe it or not, um, having more compassion for everyone, including myself. Gets, you know, more patience, more compassion. For- you do this all the time. You do this all the time. <laughs> Just like my IET instructor, Maria, does it all the time too. She doesn't really follow the astrology and we have our weekly meetings and she'll be so dead on with whatever we're talking about. Yeah. And you know, you do the same thing too. It cracks me up. It just shows that, see, this is very Piscean, which is to bring it in through osmosis. And you've heard me talk about this before. Yeah. It, it's not, you know, like an academic thing. It just kind of floats on in and there you go. There you go. You're already tapping into that. Um, but this is a, a really interesting thing when you when you think about Jupiter being abundance, right? All manner of abundance, financial, health, all, all the good stuff, right? And we're in Taurus season again, which is about resources. It rules resources, right? So it's an interesting. One of the barriers to abundance is judgment, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Judgment yeah. is a way of ourself and others is a way to cut off the flow. I've experienced that. I have a Virgo stellium. I, I know. Let's raise our hand, right? We uh, got that t-shirt in every color. Um, <laughs> and, and we've learned that that doesn't work. That doesn't really work. It doesn't work for us. It doesn't work for other people. So what I thought was beautiful about this is we're getting some wonderful support. The, the universe is going, here's this great energy of Jupiter and Pisces, which is about compassion this beautiful compassion, self-compassion, compassion for others. And maybe if that stuff comes up or mind, that chattery mind gets in there and starts, you know, finding fault with everything or whatever it does, but we can kind of go back to that moment and go and be sitting that Piscean energy, that really wonderful, like the boot, like the Buddha behind you on your tongue, you know, that, that wonderful Buddha nature, the higher self, whatever you want to call it, whatever your belief system supports, so I love that. This is, these are two things that are going to be traveling together. Our abundance, our, you know, our ability to manifest and be abundant and also compassion. And I think that those are things that not everybody thinks of in the same sentence. I know that I kind of always didn't put, the, put those together, but there it's important. This is a way that the goodness will flow in all areas of our life, because not only is your heart clear when you, when you're practicing compassion and mindfulness, right? And which benefits your whole energy. Mm-hmm. But then that's just sending out this beautiful signal to the universe. Like, thank you more. We th- yeah. I thank you so much for this or something greater. And I know we've talked, had some great talks about abundance in the past. Yep. I, we, had, we had a show on that. If anybody wants to check that out in the archive, that was, that was a good one. That was a good that one. Was that, a was good, that was yeah. a good one. And um, yeah, some really, I might want to watch that again. That might be... Um, are all your sh- all those shows are in the archive? Is that yeah. right? Well, those are I think those ones are all on YouTube because I thought we were they're doing YouTube. a video then, you know, right? So yeah, they're all on. Video. Yeah, they're on they're on YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Um, so how's um how are we doing? Does yes. anybody uh, have a question so far? Yes, I mean like you've just been going. So yeah, anybody has a question about 
you know, anything that's, uh, that that Thurma uh, has talked about so far. <laughs> There's a lot, you know. So I, I know for myself, I'm not really big on the astrological, uh, astrological, cosmic weather stuff that's going on. I just, you know, I, I generally know a little bit, but I don't go deep into it. But but intuitively, I follow what works for me, right? <laughs> so you, happens, you do it all the time. It's pretty amazing. But, you it's know, it happens to flow pretty well with Gretchen, what's going on. Yes, Gretchen. There's Joseph. Hello. Yes, hello. Uh, about the eclipse, is this also visible here in Europe or is this only in the States? The eclipse coming up in the full moon, is that going to be visible in Europe or only in North America? I, I don't know as far as visibility. I haven't looked into visibility yet. I don't know. Um, we'll have to we'll have to look into that. That part uh, of it I haven't got there sun, yet. sun eclipse or a moon eclipse? There's both. Yeah, both. At, at the end of Hallelujah. May. At the end of the May, lunar, it's a lunar eclipse, and in the June, lunar eclipse it's a solar is, eclipse. The lunar eclipse is on May 26th. The solar eclipse is on June 10th. And June as far 10th. as visibility, I'm sorry, I don't have that information, but space.com or some other, uh, or, Na or the NASA site, or sites like that would have that information. It's usually okay, cloudy here, Joseph, on that day. <laughs> so June, what was this, June? I forgot again. June, June, June 10th. June 10th for June 10th. the solar and um, May 26th for the lunar. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. You're, you're welcome. welcome. Um, oh, another thing. Okay. Unless we have a question. Eclipse is the same in Europe. Yeah. It'll just, of course, you guys are on GMT. The timing is different. So that's something everybody can just look yeah. into in there. Um, there's a lot of websites for that with that information. Okay. Um, I just saw something else in my notes about Jupiter and Pisces, mm -hmm. something that came through. We've heard that expression about your true north right mm -hmm. have you heard that yeah your direction your true north this these these four these pairs of moons that i that i just talked about starting on monday going all the way through the end of june this is a purpose for us realigning with what's considered our true north which is big which is it's what big, I'm, already, right? I'm already like tapping into looking into like what is, what is it that i really want to do what how do i really want to serve so you know my true north is about service you know Yes, absolutely. And see, we also have to talk about we've got Pluto retrograde. My my Pluto is in the south house of my career. My career is also going through a lot of deep changes. Um, you know, Pluto and also is where you hold your power. So that's going on now. Pluto and Capricorn, which is the 10th house, which is that's, it. you know, of course, your yours is going to be different based on your own chart. But Pluto retrograde, again, for everyone is bringing that energy on an inner level. And it's about power. Where, where are we leaking power? What gives us more power? And again, that ties into this true north, our direction and where we're going. So it's all really cool. There's some really cool stuff coming up. I really like it. But again, it's a deep dive because at one point we're going to have, um, if I can find my notes here, we're going to have several planets in retrograde all at the same time. Which we is, will have which is okay i mean we had that last year right we yes. had like six planets in retrograde at once you know we won't year. have that many we're gonna have okay we'll have um on, on june 20th we're gonna have jupiter mercury saturn and pluto all retrograde and those are biggies those are biggies so again well, and as we come out of it, it'll be like one will go direct before the other one yeah. so really summer or winter for our folks watching this in um the other the other hemisphere we love you um so for summer for us winter for you it is going to be more natural more introspective mm -hmm. it is 
you know, and a lot of people were telling me, even people that weren't astrologers, they were just getting intuitively that fall was kind of an up for like, we're, you know, re-landing, coming up on, you know, coming up from the depths back on the land. I've had several people tell me that, and that really resonates. So the astrology, and not to say that it just is going to get boring and flat, <laughs> nothing's going to happen, but yeah. it's, you know, that we know, ne we never get that, but um, yeah. we, we have a, a period excuse me, the lunar eclipse, the next lunar eclipse isn't until November 19th. And then the solar eclipse is December 4th. So we've got a period, you know, to absorb in between those two things. And my Good. doorbell ringing, I'm not going to get it. I know, so I, I, I heard that. I was like, yeah, ding dong, he's there. Um, all right. So with the intensities, uh, you know, with the eclipses, with just you know, with just with the planets going retrograde and, and so on and so forth, all the intensities, what can we do with the crystals to assist us? Great question. Um, I brought, I'm going to show who I brought today. These, these are spoken for, they haven't been mailed yet, but I brought a scarlet shift today. I love the scarlets. This is a scarlet Andara. It matches my shirt. And then we've got a beautiful aqua. We love the aquas. Yeah. Look at her. I really like that one. Yeah. Uh-huh. The yeah. aquas are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, so what can we do with the crystals? There's so many things you can do with them, right? We can meditate with them, we can ground with them, we can put them in our environment. Um, you know, as far as you know, talking about intensity, um, well, now it's really interesting because we're we're still in this in a nice earth sign energy with Taurus. When we get into Gemini, Sun and Gemini later, you know, things get really kind of upper chakra, right? We get into air, more into the air element. So it's really, uh, you know, we, I had a post to Cosmic Weather about the um, scientific aspects of, of earthing, of actually putting your feet on the ground and that they've actually done studies about what it does to your physical and your energetic body, that it's how beneficial it is for you. Mm -hmm. um, I know here, you know, I need to get out and I have to make appointments to get out in nature. You know, we, we're all spending so much more time with the technology online, all of yeah. that. So I really think one of the ways and this is, I'm being reminded of some great wisdom from my, one of my astrology teachers, that the way that we can get through a mercury retrograde, because mercury retrogrades can cause burnout no matter what sign they're in when they're in air even more so because they're just like way up here right the energy's mm -hmm. like buzz 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 so how do you do that you get unplugged as often as you need to you get out in nature as much as you can um and really the air sign retrogrades can be really kind of dis they can be disorienting and what they can do too is you can go on mental overwhelm because mercury is mental so I think a good antidote is just, you know, get, hang out, you know, just like ohm out with your crystals, right? <laughs> turn, turn every, turn it all off, right? Just sit there with our beautiful, you know, these gifts from the earth for us. They're very yeah. grounding, but not only that, it really helps with the chatter. There's so much, there's too much chatter that goes on. And I think another thing to talk about um, with sensitivity, well, we can look at that in a minute with the question. Um, Oh my it's goodness. A, it's more yeah. of a statement. Oh, okay. Do, okay. I'll go back and look at that. Um, so the, the thing about Jupiter and Pisces, again, we're going to be sensitive to collective energy. People that are empathic light workers were already sensitive to collective energy. I had a post on my own wall today about energetic hygiene. Very, very important. Crystals play a very important role in that. 
for me personally, and for a lot of people I know that are crystal folks at, at my store at Bright Star Emporium. Yeah, go ahead. I heard several people mention that they are a collective empaths. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's like, okay, what does that mean? We're all collective empaths, aren't we? Are we not? But they're they just feel more strongly or they 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 are processing energies for the collective. That's a good question. And I'm glad somebody asked that. Actually, you can, you can, not, I wouldn't say everybody that's an empath is a collective empath. Probably not everybody. Mm -hmm. I would say a great percentage of empaths are. And as you know, if anybody's new to my work, I wrote a book, a couple books on this, and I've done a little bit of research on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an empath myself. Um, I had a deal. I know I've said this story a few times, but I worked with guidance, my own guidance team, where I was processing collective energy to the point where it was making me ill. Alara yeah. knows about this. Um, it, it's important to remember that your gifts are exactly that. They're gifts. They're not meant to be impediments. They're not meant to hurt you or make your life be a bummer mm -hmm, exactly. <laughs> or overwhelming in, in any of that, those ways. There's a lot of great tools out there. Um, you know, maybe I could, uh, I do have my book. I have a PDF. I also, the, the um, meditation that I shared yeah, that, you got, that everybody's going to get for free mm -hmm. um, as a gift. This is my grounding and centering meditation. It's a very popular meditation that I did. Um, that really helps people get unhooked from the collective, right? And yeah, there's so much collective stuff going on. My goodness, it's off the chain, right? Um, and I think so to answer your question, I would say that the great majority of empaths do, do process, work with collective energy, but you need to remember that it's not your job. You don't have to process exactly. collective pain. That's not yeah. what you're here to do. Yeah. And in fact, you know, the clearer and higher your own vibration is, and the more you're in your own lane, again, what I call energetic hygiene, this is how you lift us all up. That's exactly. how you lift everyone up. So, totally but you know, there's stages of development with empathy. You know, I think we, a lot of us have been there. I went through, you, we go through the unconscious phase where you're like, I have a headache. I don't feel yeah. good. Why, what's going on? <laughs> and then you, you know, like, oh, why do I get around this group of people? I feel awful. Or why exactly. do I go to this place? And I feel terrible going there. And then you start kind of, you know, putting I know, it right? on. I mean, yeah. it, does, it doesn't bother me anymore, but yeah, I used to experience all that, you know, and I was like, oh my God. And then it's like, I chose, it's like, no, I'm not doing this anymore. That's right. I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with, like you said, it's conscious intention and just your will. And for people that are in tune with their own guidance, and if you're not, there's all kinds of tools. Build, you know, think this is one thing I do in my coaching practice with, you know, fellow empaths and light workers is helping people get more aligned with their own guidance. Because again, you don't have to be victimized by it. It's it's a it's a gift for humanity and for you. But again, it's like anything. If it's in the wrong, if you don't know how to master it, um, you know, it can be really difficult and it can yeah. be really, really overwhelming. And for me, I literally had to have physical issues before I woke up and went, wow, is this mine? Or I think yeah. that's kind of a good question just to ask, you know, and to that, start there. The thing. I mean, you know, like I was thinking about this earlier today. I, I guess I must have been in preparation for this call. But I remember when I first started on my journey, you know, years ago, there were times when, you know, I thought I was good. I, I'm dying. I am physically dying, you know, and it's like, this is happening and that is happening. And it's like, what the heck, you know, and other times like, okay, I'm definitely crazy. I'm like, there's something wrong with me. I'm definitely crazy. So whenever you have those types of things, like I'm definitely dying, I'm definitely crazy. You're probably not, of course, go get yourself checked, all that wonderful stuff, but you're probably not. But those are all like, um, what I'm getting right now is like, um, 
not they are Kundalini awakenings, you know, but uh, it's, it's, it's more than that. It's like not tests per se, but they're like little rituals or little initiation initiations that that you go through right and we all yes. go through them at some point you know yes. and eventually as you continue to do your practice as you continue to raise your vibration do the energetic hygiene maintenance all the time you get better i guess so now i can go anywhere i have no problem right right like, i couldn't go to the store i couldn't go to the grocery shopping i couldn't go to a concert i couldn't you know i had to you know i was on the verge of getting my mom to take my kids because i was like i'm dying you know it's like I don't know what's going on, you know? And I talked about this yesterday, actually. And it's like, and then the next day, like totally fine. <laughs> like, like night and day, you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> you know, so it's like, it happens, right? It happens. It's, it's Oh, great. absolutely. And I mean, even with somebody like, you know, I've been doing, using the tools and the techniques for many years. Uh, you know, to be honest, I, I've had a, a lot of loss. I've lost a lot of loved ones last year. Laura yeah. knows I went through a period of some pretty deep grief. Um, I'm still processing that. And, you know, I took care of myself. I mean, there were times where, you know, I couldn't do social media to the level that I do now. I have a lot of pages. I have a lot of engagement with, you know, with a lot of my, a lot of my stuff. And I just would put away notices. And, you know, people, for the most part, were very cool and very understanding, which is great. I have a yeah. wonderful community that I really appreciate. Um, but that's what you have to do. You know, you really need to practice the self-care, you know, especially self-honoring. I don't like that word anymore, self-care, because I don't think people get it. You know, it, it really is about honoring yourself, what you require, you know? Yes. So yeah. it's like, what do you need right now? And so there, you know, like I already said, like in this, this series, I'm not doing as many shows as I normally do because it's like, I just can't, you know, what, I, you know, I, I just have too much going on with, you know, with, with Robert and everything, you know, so it's like, I can't. So it's like, that's honoring me. That's looking at me and what I need and what I require and what I can do and what, I'm choosing not to, right? So, right, you know, you're right I, about self care, about, about that word. I think people think of bubble baths and I know, right? And, and, and like, stuff like that. And I think honoring, I love that word. And I also love how we talked about self compassion because, right, you're showing compassion for yourself. I was showing compassion for myself, like, hey, I can't be engaged yeah, at that level to. right now. I don't have, you know, there's a term, you know, they call it spoons. You only have so many spoons, right? If your spoons are low, uh, yeah, it's an expression that uh, people, well, it, it can be used for people that um, are dealing with disabilities, but it also can be used for people that are dealing with anything, whether it be, an, you know, an emotional challenge. So yeah, people have heard me say, yeah, I don't have the spoons for it right now. Or, well, it's kind of based on the fact that maybe you have so many spoons in a day. And if you are down some because of incident, you don't feel well, whatever it is, it's like what you just said, I'm not doing that many shows that yeah. that's great. You know, that that's, that's too much for you. And your shows are, you know, filled with so much quality and so much great information. So, you know, it's still, you're still serving in that way. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're just changing it. And again, this is a wonderful retrograde Jupiter, all of these things. This is a great activity because you're tweaking it a little bit. You're going, yeah. how can I kind of tweak this and where it feels more comfortable for me right and i love that i think that's a great great example exactly and and so yeah. you know please look at your life and what you require this is about honoring you right honoring you and what you require you are your number one of course we have kids you know that's a different story <laughs> i always say but even with right. kids i'm number one they're number two and then everybody else is after that but um but yes you know so kat says her her child is dealing with this right now of the uh, being really super sensitive, not able to go to stores and things like that, you know, like, you know, but it's like, 
do, you know, show your child, teach your child some of the techniques, the grounding, the clearing, the maintaining your energy field. They may not understand it, but, you know, tell them, you know, to put a protective bubble around yourself. That's what's, yeah, just it with all, with all else fails, you know, do, do the white light, do the white yeah. bubble. I mean, if that's all you got, you know, and if people that aren't visual just intend that you've got the, the bubble of light that, and that the only energy that's going to reach you is high loving energy. Yeah. Right. I, I remember, I, you know, I've shared about this before, too, where I was going to the hospital a lot when I had a family member in the hospital and hospitals for empaths, you guys know, not a great place. And then also being exhausted. And again, low, no spoons, one little spoon out of a whole bunch of them. And I'm going to the hospital and it was not working out. And I remember some people have heard the story, but I talked to this Rinpoche, this Lama, it's a very high Lama that I know. And he said, and I said, well, what should I pray for? And he said, you pray for the consciousness to be impervious to illusion, which is very, very powerful. But again, until we all are in and out of that awareness. And yeah. if you're not sitting in that awareness all the time, we, you don't need to beat yourself up about it. When you're going to an environment with a lot of sick people, a lot of ill people or dying people, and you're an empath, that's a reality. That's happening on 3D. So yeah. there's sometimes you can't just will yourself out of it you have to ask for what i call reinforcements we love archangel michael yep. he's here he's here for us uh your own personal team if you're aware enough to believe if you don't know that the archangels are wonderful energies to work with another thing you can do anybody that does reiki or energy work you can send the energy out before you this is a wonderful technique i learned it's or ask spirit spirit please precede me please go before me wherever i'm going so see there are these little things you can do and I think okay. the, the challenge is when we get really ex beat down or exhausted, we have a tendency to forget. Of course, absolutely. Or, you totally know, that you don't, too, you know? I mean, like me with all my apothecary in here, that's the joke too. I'm an <laughs> essence maker. I have like a whole, you know, office filled, filled of amazing things. And when you get, when I get to a place, I um, I feel like, you know, I, somebody will remind me and go, well, did you take your, your elixir? Well, no, I didn't. No, of course not. You just, no, no yeah. duh, you just need the reminder. So that's, that's where the community comes in, you know? You know, when I when I was going to the hospital every week to see Robert, you know, I would come back from the hospital and I'd be like drained beyond belief. You know, I was like, so I would be like so exhausted. And it's like, and it's because of the energy in the place, right? It was. Um, and also you're, you know, well, it's you know. both, right? It was the same thing with me. I had a loved one in the hospital. I was very concerned about her. It was my mother at the time. And then you've got that. So it's like the double, you've got both things. Yeah. So if you're visiting someone in the hospital, that's not really like usually a loved one. There's a lot of stress associated with that. So it's, it's both. And do you yeah. think I remember to say shields up, you know, that's, that's it. That's like if all else fails, Star Trek shields up, right? Shields but, up. but do you think I remember that when I was at the hospital? No. You know, every week I was going, every week I'm like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I'm so exhausted. I'm like, oh my God, I can't do anything, you know, kind of thing, you know. And, then and that's we when we do the, right, that's when we do the salt baths. That's when we get out our crystal friends. That's yeah. when we maybe book a session with a friend or a practitioner. I, I know that I've gotten a lot of really good work done. What does Diane say? She's an empath and works as a nurse. 35 years. Wow. Thank you. Oh, Thank you Joseph for your service, Diane. What was that? <laughs> Joseph's showing his cat. Oh, hi, kitty. Oh, that's a cute kitty. A little black and white. Pretty cute. That's a pretty cute cat. Do um, we have, um, do we have any questions so oh, far? 
So I'm like sweating. I don't know what's going on with the energy. I'm like sweating. Um, Pat had said that she has maybe. <laughs> she has well, and all my crystals, all my Andoras are right here, right up, right below my that, hand. My that hand might be right. part of it. That's probably part of it. Just venturing oh, yeah. a guess. I know, right? Uh, so Pat said I have Mercury retro in my birth chart. Not afraid of the aspects, just flow with life, and that's a great philosophy attitude. It flow is. with life the best you yes. can, right? But sometimes yes. it's not always that easy, right? So I have Andara's. She's saying she has an Andara. How do I, how do I use, use it? it? Um, that's a good question. Let's we could get into that a little bit. Um, so, yeah. So I'm going to talk a little bit about yeah. this really quickly. So I started when I first started with the Andara's that I got from you. I started with with this one first, right? The, it's an elder. It's so an elder. I, I use this one mostly for healing and grounding, like healing and going into Mother Earth and connecting to Mother Earth. And then I and then this one I use for grounding. But what I found that when I use my Andaras, it's like the energy uh, transmission, the process is like way stronger. You know, it's really, 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 really strong. <laughs> more, more so than normal, right? So I'm normally, normally I'm pretty good, but you know, more so. And then of course I have oops, another one that I use for healing. It's a, another little pale. You green. have all these beauties. I haven't seen these in a while. It makes me so happy to see these. I know. And I love this one. It's my, my purple violet one, which I, you know, again, I just. So rare, very rare. I love them all. And this golden pieces. one. Oh, I remember there was a champagne one that I really wanted, which I didn't get, but I love this one anyways, too. So it's like, it's all good. Um, I love gold. Gold is beautiful energy. But that's what I find. I find when I use my Andaras for healing, uh healing connecting grounding all the processes that i do for my for my groups and so on the processes are like really super strong super strong so that's how i use them when i'm doing healing work with my group right can um, i ask you a question on that alara yeah. mm -hmm. have you found that uh you you tap into different guidance or do you know like because some people's you know they actually have name you know have names like the crystal skulls have an identity and a personality have you found that with some of yours with all of yours i'm just curious but is it kind of a group consciousness that you feel or i'm just wondering how you perceive them when you work oh, with them good, good question um i just find that when i'm using these andaras everything i do is stronger so i'm always channeling energies when I'm doing work, right? When I'm doing healing work, I'm always channeling energies. And, but when I work with the Andaras, it's like I'm channeling more, uh, here's, here's the answer. I'm channeling more of the elementals, yes. right? More of the elementals, yes. more of the dragons, more yes. of uh, even the fairies. And they're talking to me as I'm looking at them and, and more of like mother earth when, it, when I'm using- Perfect the, answer, wonderful answer. That's exactly it. They are, they are very much connected to elementals elemental yeah. energy and i talk about that i have a little, little ebook on that but like the red of course um is more associated with like the the fire element and then of course the blues like this one are the mer people um the the dolphins and oh she asked about the the crystal skulls um i also work a lot with crystal skulls we i think Me we too. did that, yeah we have another um episode that we did on that i have a whole interesting journey with uh yay with crystal skulls i have um, a lot actually they're all everywhere but i have yeah, a lot too not I exactly the same though as yandara's they're, they're different i find they're different the crystal skulls for me are more galactic energies yes i would agree i would agree and um mine have it's really interesting because with the andara's the large ones 
like let me with with lady with lady scion here i love this piece she's so beautiful and this is considered a scion because it's the scion blue but um this actually is an antique piece i did buy it from somebody that knew lady nelly so this piece is really special mm -hmm. um and so they just called her lady scion so i just kept kept the yes. name yeah um so my my individual ones the small ones um i don't necessarily name them but like my skulls very much have a personality they have a purpose um if anybody's interested in that i know i did a show with um both i did a show with shannon and also laura on crystal skulls they're on my channel there's one on laura's channel we get into some pretty pretty wild stuff but um the skulls picked me in 2017 and i've been on a pretty interesting journey with them and um the andars and the skulls actually and it makes sense you know my nickname is the crystal mom that's one of my nicknames and um what one of, part of my mission is to get these tools to healers um, because again, I've said they're next level tools. They absolutely are. Um, people are doing such wonderful work with both the skulls and the Andars. It makes me makes me really proud, like a crystal mom. <laughs> yeah, so do we have I, I really like them. I think I think they're that they are more they're more powerful. I wanted to ask, like also like I like you know I use them for my for channeling and healing. But how well how else can we use Andars? Like what what other way can we use Andars? Can use them for manifestation? Can use them for um balancing your energy field yes uh, both absolutely you can um you uh, people use them if you if you have the rare you know gift of having a chakra set of having the seven different colors you can do that which is amazing to do but um because some people actually would do that crystal layout with clients or on themselves mm -hmm. um it's interesting because they really some people like having them in their room when they sleep and some people it's too much energy. I've mm -hmm. kind of had to go, when I first got them, um, you know, the story is I had like something like five pounds at one time. And yeah, try sleeping with five pounds of yeah. in your room and you're sensitive. That's uh, yeah, good luck with that. So yeah. um, now I have, I do have one Andara, you know, I have them kind of strategically placed, but there are people that have told me that they work with them, that, that shamanic people that do work with dream time, dream time energy, whether waking or sleeping. So um, I find that that is a tool that um, again, see it's we're working with earth energy, right? With you're going to, with in the shamanic terms, you're doing low, upper middle and lower world mm -hmm. um thank you you rock too sherry thanks for thanks for hanging out today um so for manifestation i i think it would be you know like any other crystal because it this is a good question because people ask me can you program them like crystals and this is an important question these have a different energy and a different vibration right they're monatomic they they kind of work on a different uh matrix energy matrix than than crystals and again we love all the crystals yes, right i yes. love all of them it's just about your the purpose so i would say because you're dealing with such a concentrated piece of consciousness because that's really what you're dealing with 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 any crystal but with mm -hmm. with an andara you're dealing with something that really again it's next level it's really a high high intelligence that goes into this not only that and like for example olar was talking about how she was attuned to the fey kingdom the fairy kingdom to the earth elementals the you know you might find there are people that work with these like you said skulls for you are more galactic yeah. so i've worked with people that it's the opposite i've worked with people that skulls are very much shamanic more on the earth element and and these are more, you know, and Dara's are more galactic. Mm -hmm. So it really has a lot to do with your own energy structure, 
again, your own astrology, there's a lot of factors in play. But again, I would just, you know, really, it's like any other crystal, you make it your own, you invite it into your family, like you would when you bring any crystal home, especially like a crystal skull, Mm -hmm. you bring it actually into your, your environment and make it part of your family. And then I think you could do some more intimate, detailed work with it. But I would, I would pretty much start there and, and also let them speak to you, right? Because as you know, they're chatty. I mean, (laughs) These are, they're pretty chatty. I have people that have told me, you know, I, or they'll see it in group. Like they pick their people just yeah. like crystal skulls pick their people. People go, oh, that's the one. And the universe always, you know, sets it up to where like, this is a good example. On my last sale, um, I had some, and we have lovely people in this, in my group, and I'm so grateful. I had a feeling it was supposed to be for this one person and she didn't, she didn't get it. She didn't get it. She didn't claim it in time. And I, I asked the, the person that already had a couple other ones. I said, do you think it'd be possible for you to allow this other person to have it? And she was like, oh yeah, I don't really feel like this is mine. I'm so happy to release this to this other person. And you know, I don't tell people this, but when people do wonderful acts like that, we like to give a lot of bonus gifts and stuff for my group and reward wonderful behavior like that. But that's a really good example because the, the woman, you know, the customer went, that one was mine. I saw it in a dream. Mm-hmm. I, she goes, I saw it in a dream. I've really connected with it. And see, I love how, how effortless that was. It wasn't like the person going, oh no. She's like, oh, well, of course, yeah. this is for this person. So that's, you know, that's a good example of the intelligence that's going on with these. I see that. I mean, they're continuing to blow my mind every time I have them. We didn't have them at all in 2020. And that was, interesting because I was going I was going through a lot of stuff I had it I had an injury that I was working through in 2020 um I just kind of wasn't in the right place and I knew that when it was time that they would make their way back to me again I'm we're very blessed that we have a connection you know with the guardian at the at the property and you know it's all very uh kind of capricious or whatever like when it's supposed to happen it it does so that that happened this year they came back around again that's funny, you know, I, I just realized I have one more, uh, you know, uh, Andara, but it's in the other room. And there were two. <laughs> I gave one to my daughter for her birthday last year. And then when she was visiting, she saw me with uh, the gold one pendant, you know, and she's like, oh, All mom, right. can I have this one? I was like, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so she took that one. Then I ordered another one, like a pink one. But it's like, so I have 10 and she has two, but, you know, she took one and I gave her one for her birthday or Christmas or something. I forget. I think it must've been. That was very generous of you. That's sweet. I love how the, when people, they do that a lot with those, they, yeah. they really seem to have, um, well, I mean, cause crystals in general are like that because when, when one is for us, we, you know, whether it be in the metaphysical store or whatever it is, we, we know it, but with these, there's just such a recognition with these that it, it's really pretty mind blowing, like more than, any crystal item I think that I've ever offered, you know, and I've been a crystal retailer for many years. So yeah, these things are, they're pretty amazing. And yeah, so now now you've got me hooked into like, okay, when is the next sale? Actually, <laughs> it's, um, it's coming up. My, the next Andar sale is in July because we oh. don't, um, I'll answer that in a minute. Yeah. We don't uh, ship during, Andar is doing Mercury retrograde because we're smart. 
yes, exactly. I remember stuff that happened last time. Yeah, I remember. Um, you don't want these lost floating around out there. These are precious beings. You want them to get to where they're supposed to be going. So we um, we sell other items in Mercury Retrograde, but I, I don't sell, um, I don't, I will sell crystal skulls, but again, really kind of high-end items, really exp or rare items. I tend to not ship those in Mercury Retrograde. Someone asked about Pink Andara. Pink Andara, uh, of course, it would like the representative of the chakra. It is a heart chakra, Andara. It's also very much related to feminine energy. Um, we found, I have some people that have pink ones that work with Kuan Yin, that work with divine mother energy. I See, love- that, That's the one I have. It's a light pink Andara in a pendant, you know? Yeah. I love, I love the pink. It's funny. It's like all of those, I never really was a pink person. I didn't dislike it, but I, I just wasn't, or yellow. It's funny. I wasn't really into pink or yellow. Pink and yellow Andaras are amazing. There's both of those colors are very sublime mm -hmm. and very rare. So they've kind of got me, I've changed my whole, I pretty much love all the colors now. I just think they're, they're all beautiful. Yeah. You and have a clear it's, one it's, too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and it's the, ener it's the energy of it too, right? And Jen, if you're asking about a pink Andara, is it calling you, right? Is, is that something that your energy field requires, right? And, you know, tapping into the divine feminine, tapping into Kuan Yin, tapping into, you know, love, self-love, you know, why not, right? It totally beautiful. That's, yeah, the, that's beautiful. All that, all the colors are great. Like I said, they do different purposes, just like, like your crystals would, you know, like I wear like my, my Andar pen and I wear a, an elder, I wear a shaman brown elder, um, just, you know, helps me with all the energy I'm moving and mm -hmm. I am an earth sign, you know, but that, that really does. I really, when I saw that one, I was like, that's, that's the one I want to wear around my neck. So I think it's like anything, what, you know, what you track. And then of course you're going to change things. Sometimes you're going to switch it up. You know, that we know about wearing crystals. There's times that you, you want that for a specific purpose, right? Whether I remember I was going through a very a challenge and I wore a lot of rose quartz. I really, my, my heart needed a lot of love. I was wearing that, you know, working with that energy a lot. And then it was time where, you know, I was attracted to blue again. I was attracted to lapis, which, you know, has another purpose. So I, I think lapis too. I do too. I do too. <laughs> lapis is a big, big one for me so yeah. yeah I just think it's like anything it, it, it what's great about it is it helps your it, it's like a two-way street because it helps your intuition and then you know it's like it, you need you use your intuition to, and it helps develop it further I guess is what I'm trying to say right yeah. so the more you work with it um yeah. what is she saying she has 14 colors the pink is her, one of her favorites what Good. does Linda say I'm a fire uh, said, sign I'm a fire sign what would you suggest I what would you suggest? I prefer sodalite, so, so I think you mean, not solidite, but sodalite, which doesn't make sense for a fire sign, but okay. Yeah, it does. <laughs> See, I, I know nothing about fire signs. With her, it does. I'm With water, her, it does. I'm water. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, you know what? This is this is interesting. I have a fire moon. I have an Aries moon and I have a lot of Sagittarius. People with fire can have issues with inflammation in their body, which I've had. According to Vedic medicine, there's something, there's rajasic, tamasic, I'm trying to remember what the other one is, exotic. So when, when you're rajasic, right, you have fire, you have a lot of fire. So um, with me, this is one of the reasons why I'm attracted to the grounding colors. I wear a brown color, you know, it's kind of, you know, grounding that out. So sometimes people with a lot of high 
fire, they don't really, they're not attracted to the reds or the orange, you know, because yeah. they're already rocking so much of that energy. So kind of the balance, the balancer for that a lot of times will be a sodalite or will be there an aquamarine or, or a, a blue topaz or something along those lines. So if you're attracted to that, I would say right on. I think that that's, you're listening and that's helping to balance that because with me, I know that I have to watch that. I can get, it can manifest as, what is it? Uh, indigestion or things, you know, inflammation in the body. There's, you know, we've all got our challenges when we're in this vehicle, right? Yeah. So that's another way that we can work with these on a health aspect. You can actually work to balance your own energy. Or on the other hand, say you need more fire. Say you need, you really need that, you know, get up at your lag. You want some motivation. Maybe you're lacking motivation. Well, then you would go for a stone this color. You yeah. would go for something that's going to enliven your energy. So you see there's, we can, it's like a wonderful palette we can work with with these. It's really fun. Yeah, beautiful. And you know, one of the things that I was, I had an aha about in the past couple of weeks is that when I was younger, I hated the color green. It's like, oh, I hate the color green. It's so ugly. And, you know, looking at like clothing, Indian clothes, all of that's like, oh, I hate the color green. Now, you know, as I walk every day with Leo, it's like, it's so beautiful. The green in nature is so beautiful. I'm just so in love with all the different shades of green here. You know, it's like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of what they, when I was studying essential oils and you know how there are those scents that you would go, oh, that's like the most amazing thing. And then you'd be like, oh, I, I never want yeah. to smell that again. And then I remember my teacher was like, you should look up what that is, what you have an aversion to and see what's in it. And it would be like, oh, I really need that medicine yeah. that's in that, you know? So, I mean, I think that there's, and then on the other hand, we just have our likes and dislikes and maybe sometimes we don't like something, but in the case of essential oils, that was really accurate for me. And then, you know what, over time, that same scent, I grew, I grew, not that it's my, it was my favorite, but I didn't have that aversion. I just went, mm, that's okay. It's not my favorite, but I thought that was kind of interesting. Right. And, and, you know, yeah. like we, we change and we, you know, we adapt, you know, we, we, we require different things. So, you know, like I wear white now all the time, you know, but in the past I used to always wear blue, right? Blue, bluish purple, you know, kind of thing, but mostly blue. So it's always about communication, speaking my truth. And that's when I was learning how to speak my truth, right? Um, right. For a long time. Now it's like, yeah, I'm good with that. <laughs> you know, so now I can just, I can just be, you know, but um, you know, that's why it's like, yeah, I have a blue Andara as well, right? Which I really think is so cute and pretty. I love it. But the thing is, is like, it doesn't call me as much anymore as the green ones. Interesting. You know? So the green ones are calling me much more than the blue ones were in the past. It would have been the blue or purple. You have such was... an amazing collection. It's so nice to see them again. I, I forgot all that what you had. I love all I know, of them. right? And it's like, it's, it's, it's so much fun. And, but you're right. The energy is so, like, I don't know if you can tell my face is like flushed and like, sweating it's like the energy is coming off of these crystals it's is warm over here now too i think it's like intense over <laughs> <laughs> you know it's like it's... over here a little bit um so i wanted to ask you so with the we could talk a little bit about people that are new to andaras uh the the elders which alara has you have a couple of the elders elders have a different energy and yeah. um yeah everybody's getting warm <laughs> oh getting warm over here 
Um, so, right, those have, um, you know, I have an elder that his name is grandfather. I have one that, you know, they carry like that type of an energy, right? And yeah. again, they're not for everybody. I find the people that are attracted to elder Andaras are people that are grid workers that are really holding space in their particular area. I have people that are actually building grids on the land with them, which is like these things are you know, talk about getting, getting warm. I'm getting warmer. Just thinking about that. Yeah. I have a couple of people in Northern California that are doing some amazing uh, environmental healing with Andara. So mm -hmm. going back to what you can do with them, um, grids are amazing. Crystal grids are fantastic for anybody that is attracted to that. Um, just a little side note, if you want to learn about that and, and see some grids, there's a group called Crystal Grid Makers on Facebook. And uh, the, there's some unbelievable master, a uh, Sixtina Friedrich. Yeah, they're absolutely uh, beautiful. It's like, I mean, how these, do they do that? You know, it's like, I yeah. mean, these grids are, will blow your mind. Not only yeah. are they just so beautiful to look at, but they have a specific purpose. And just looking at the photo, of course, you're going to be participating in, in the energy. Um, but if you want to learn about how to build your own, I kind of just intuitively had a knack for it. And once I started doing it, and then of course I joined these groups and started looking at other ones and that kind of helped me, you know, cause it's an artistic endeavor. It's a creative mm -hmm. endeavor, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I looked at it like say I was a painter or anything else. I'm going to look at some other work for inspiration, but there are some grids in there that are like beyond anything. I mean, they're really, they could be in a museum. They're, mm -hmm. don't you think they're yeah, unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah, and they have a really specific purpose. And also not to mention the collections of crystals that these people have, because they'll be every color. They'll be like the pink one and the blue one and a clear one. And they'll have like 20 to 40, you know, 40 yeah. or 50 pieces in them. So I recommend that for anybody that, um, you know, it's just fun. And also if you want to learn about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So what Linda say? She has a pyramid and a grid. A small pyramid and a grid on that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, Grids I, are fun. I can't find my, I'm sure I'm still missing some crystals. They must still be at the, in the end storage somewhere. Cause like, where are all my pyramids? There's just like so many, <laughs> I know. like, I don't know. I don't know my stuff either. So that's, that's a good thing. I would say, you know, how to work with them more is yeah. You can make grids out of them. You can, um, you know, do environmental work with them. You can do, you really, you can do anything that, you know, and say an ordinary crystal could do. Yeah. But I would say maybe just listen more to what you're being drawn to because each one does have a certain, you know, consciousness and a message. I mean, again, some, and again, if you're not hearing them, that's okay because the people kind of relate to them in different ways. For some people, again, they're extremely chatty, just like the crystal skulls are very chatty. Some people get very distinct, like, oh, I want, I want to do this. I want to beat this part in the house. I want to, you know. And I tend to receive information when I go into meditation and I connect with them. I have a couple of skulls that are master skulls that do really powerful work um, and they have different purposes. And then I have other skulls that just are cool and they're just fun. And they just, I, you know, they bring their own energy, but I have a couple that are large skulls that um, help to program the other skulls that I bring in the house. Yeah. And, you know, everything that leaves the Bright Star house is activated. You know, we clear and activate every crystal that, that we sell. So that, that's one thing that people really like about our store, you know, as we do that. Absolutely. And the thing is, you know, with crystals, it's like, it's not about trying to find the right one. It's like, when you see one, it's like, you'll get a hit. You're like, oh yeah, I, 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 that's the one I want. You know, it's, it's just a, it's just an intuitive knowing or, you know, that the crystal is calling to you. And so it's just about trusting 
the information that you get, you know? So, I mean, like when Irma was, you know, selling the Andara last year or the year before, whenever it was that I got these, you know, uh, you know, like I didn't like all of them, like not all of them called to me, you know, but, but some did say, oh yeah, I want that one. Yeah, no, I don't want right. that one. I, I want that one, right? So it's like, whatever sparks your interest, just go with that. You don't have to know why was it, what's it good for? What will it do for me? Why do I need it? No, stop, get, get out of your head. And just follow your your heart. You know what's a great example? Perfect. What a great example of that is is I had I usually have some items for new moon and full moon. And so for for the Taurus, you know, we I had wonderful earthing uh, crystals. We had pyrite, and we had bronzite, and I had a bronzite skull in the store, and I had somebody jump right on it. Go, oh, I have to have that. And it was a great skull. It was a really beautiful skull. And she goes, oh, I went and read after I bought it. And then I found out and I can't believe it. I've got, you know, we got the, the goosebumps all over the place. So we see, that's why I think your advice is great because when you're, it, it kind of validates the hit you're getting Yeah. because she didn't go look it up first. She went, oh, that's the one. And then she went and looked it up. And I, I, I see that so much. It always makes me smile. Yeah. They come back and they go, this is exactly the medicine that I need right now in my life. Yeah. And, you know, and again, so when we, we always, we activate them on the new and full moons. So, you know, we're getting, you're getting, they're getting the maximum potential. That's another thing I love about it is, you know, not to diss other people's stores, but you know, you get, you kind of get what you pay for and, mm -hmm. you know, being a metaphysician, you know, you're, I'm not going to just take it and put it in a box. I'm going to, each one of these items has been, you know, I guess the word is curated pretty mm -hmm. carefully. And, and people appreciate that. Yeah, they do pick you. Yeah. They definitely pick you. But I think that an, another thing too, is when you, that's, a, that's an important thing to think about, not just from my store, but any store you go to is think about, uh, you know, how many people are actually like picking up the item. You know, it's always important to clear something that you purchase that's from a public store. I mean, I know that's probably obvious, but yeah. Yeah, that's one thing that's good about us is you're not getting an item that a whole bunch of people have handled. You know, you're probably you're getting an item that literally uh, under five people have handled probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that makes a difference, too. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, like, I, I definitely have lots of crystals all over the place and I love them. You know, um, I use them daily, you know, um, and they they. You know, some people may may not understand. Like, well, what do they do? Why do you have so many rocks? You know, and it's like, um, you know what? It's pretty, <laughs> but it's not just pretty. It's like I I feel good when I sit in my hand, and it's like, oh, I love that piece. That's beautiful. I got this in Mount Shasta, you know, and it's like it's my angel. Oh, look, um, we have this one for sale. Look at oh, that. Beautiful. beautiful. I know. Look at that. Don't we love these? That reminded me of that. That's why I had to show you that. That's beautiful. Oh my God. I love it. Yeah, no, this is, you know, it's my, it's my angel one. I mean, you know, I just, you know, I just fell in love with it right away. As soon as I, as soon as I saw it, I like, oh, I have to have that. That's the one I want. So just follow your heart, follow your knowing, see what calls out to you and just get it. And then, you know, play with it, you know, it doesn't and have everybody to be. Everybody just, oh, go ahead. I, I'm just going to, don't think about it too much. Just hold, hold it and talk to it. Just feel the energy. I'm a feeler. So I feel the energy, you know, and just, I slept with this one a lot as well, you know. Um, I don't sleep with crystals anymore, but I used to <laughs> before. So yeah, I know. Me too. I haven't. I haven't bought by my head though. I have kind of strategic placements. Um, before we talk about some of the goodies that we're offering, do, um, mm -hmm. does anybody does anybody have any questions before we 
talk about a couple other things here? Uh, Linda says she's continually drawn to malachite. I love malachite too. Malachite's yes. beautiful. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. choice. So uh, definitely, you know, you work with it, right? So for me, when I think about malachite, it's a healing stone, you know, and it's for your heart chakra. But it's also a grounding stone connecting you to the earth. But that's what I get. But I also get that it's also very galactic as well. So it's like, you know, it's like- It is, it's very ancient. Gal yeah. Malachite has a very ancient uh, vibration and flavor to it. You yeah, know, so it's, it's, it's very, I think malachite is a very multidimensional stone. I mean, I think they all have potential to be that, but um, there's something about malachite, you know, it, it, you know, I don't know. There's some, there's an Egypt connection. There's a galactic connection. There's a lot going on with malachite, you know, yeah, there is. What I'm, I'm getting right now really quickly, it's, it's also like connected to Lemuria is really strongly is what I'm getting. So, you know, but who cares if it feels good to you? <laughs> get it you know that's and it. i think i think it has a lot to do like i said it has a lot to do with your with medicine because i find that for example people that have water strong water pisces scorpio cancer people like with the andars are very attracted attracted to the blue color they're very attracted to the water element you know and it's not always the case but i mean it, this is another way you can find out a little bit more take go on a journey of self-discovery about you which is what i love about the andars because that's what it's about it's about healing you first okay. right and that goes back back to us and right self-compassion all of that yeah. stuff another thing that's interesting is it's in my ebook um uh, that i wrote on the andaras but when i first um i'll i'll look at her question in a minute when i first connected to them it was um new moon and pisces and there's very much a piscean lemurian connection with the Andaras, there very much is. And so I think it's really interesting now that we have Jupiter going into Pisces, which again, it's its home sign. So it feels it feels very comfortable there because Jupiter's the co-ruler of Pisces along with Neptune. So it, it, it's interesting how they kind of show up exactly when they're supposed to. And I think that something about Pisces energy affects the potency of them somehow. And again, I'm still learning, right? I mean, they've I've only been working with these for what, three years now. And I've always been attracted to them. And, you know, you can learn more about that on that one episode that we did about the Andars. But I mean, what a blessing to go right to Lady Nelly. I mean, Lady Nelly, oh, another little thing to, uh, to add you, I'll answer her question about Opal in a minute. Mm -hmm. Lady Nelly has come through this time around Alara so much in spirit. She mm -hmm. has really, really shown up. And I feel like the first time we had them, I had an experience with her. We were introduced in spirit. I was kind of like, namaste, hi, a little kind of like, whoa. And then this time she's come around very strongly. And yes. I think this has a lot to do with where we are in the world, where we are personally. So if people want to know more about the ultimate guardian, the woman that brought these through, Choctaw Medicine Woman, Lady Nelly, uh, watch that episode because I talk a little bit more about that. But she is very much an overseer in spirit of these wonderful tools. And that's been that's been really neat to have yeah. her. Yeah. And someone asked about Opal. Is Opal safe for all? Um, well, I, when you think about safety, you know, I, the only time I think about something being unsafe is if I'm going to make a tincture from it, because not every crystal can be immersed in water. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes you have to do a barrier method where you put it in a container and sit it in the water. So there, and there's some crystals like selenite and others that will dissolve, like you actually can't put them in water. So, um, oh, to carry, is it safer to carry? Well, yeah, sure. 
I haven't right, yeah. heard anything. Um, I no, know. I haven't either. Real, real opals are hard to find. You know, yeah. they're rare. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of lab crate. I mean, they're pretty. The lab created are pretty, but I mean, a real, real April, a real opal is a thing. I saw when I, what is, what does this person say about the Moldavite? Moldavite. It was love at first sight. Yeah. I have a really small one. I wish I had a bigger one. <laughs> if you ever get one, Irma, let me know. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk after the broadcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's uh, let's. Uh, what does Jennifer say? Can you read me her question? Is there a good crystal or andara that is good for autism? I will have to look that up. But you know what? Let me. I'm thinking. Give me a second. Well, crystals for autism. There's a whole that that you could find on Google. I don't have that like off the top of my head, but there's several. Um, I'm trying to think. The the andara that I'm getting, the color that I'm getting for that is clear because it has to do with crown it has to do with the brain so i went right to clear color yeah but i feel like all of the andaras i think the only one that i wouldn't recommend is probably red too rajasic right too much yeah. too fiery i probably wouldn't recommend a red i i think blue green was told only sunshine what did she say was told only sunshine sunshine Sun sign should wear opal, but we all have a sun sign. I don't know what you mean, what, what you mean by that. Yeah, I don't sorry. understand sorry, that. Sorry. You mean you mean like a somebody that their their um sun their yeah their own sign. Yeah, I don't. I love opals. I have an opal right now. I'm wearing an opal right now. That's my ring that I wear. My other ring is a um amber ring. So I yeah. I think maybe for everybody. I like I said. I think the only time you think about safety is when you're making tinctures out of them, and that's a whole other conversation. Because you, you know that that can be actually toxic, but yeah, for the autism question, I would look up that on Google. I know there are some. I think pretty much any Andara, be, and also you could pro, you know, you can really intend and program any crystal for that purpose, right? I, I'm really getting clear, like just a, like quartz is great for programming, like a clear quartz. I mean, I have some right now. I was selling them. That, you know, two, three inches. It doesn't have to be like this wonderful, big, huge yeah. thing that I have over here. So I think you really can um, work with programming it for your purpose. Uh, but I really was getting clear or quartz. So that was my answer to that. And so Jody was asking, how can you tell the difference between an Andara and a piece of glass? That's a really good question. It is that we talk. We talk a lot about that on the other one. On um, the other I have a way of testing them. And it's it's thoroughly it's totally psychic, and I can recognize ones that are not real, like that. Um, I actually just really quickly I purchased some glass on purpose um, that I knew was not an Andara. I did this on purpose. Another reason I knew it was not an Andara is it cost twenty dollars because Andaras do not cost twenty dollars, y'all. No. That's yeah. not what they cost. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean more. we. We have very good prices. We're below retail, but they're not $20. So it was really interesting to, I actually compared the two. I have a real authentic Andara, and then I had a piece of slag glass. And the way I describe it is people have heard me, they laugh when I say it had no anima. Mm -hmm. It had no, the vibration of it is completely, of course, everything has a vibration, right? And I'm good at psychometry. I'm an energy reader. So I could, I could read a piece of glass. I can. And, but it just, it read like a piece of glass. That's how it registered. And I think even if I didn't know that, if I, because I will sit with it, a crystal, any item, right? You're going to sit with it and you're going to tune in with it. 
Um, unfortunately, there are people selling um, inauthentic Andaras as Andaras. Um, and I would say really tune into your intuition and ask. I, I recommend people purchase them for me or known people that actually know the guardians and act like you actually know the product that you're getting. Because unfortunately, there are fakes. There are fakes out there. I mean, I'm out there. I'm aware of what's on eBay. I'm aware of what's on Etsy. And again, if it's really inexpensive, there's a very good chance that it's not an Andara yeah, because yeah. They, they, you know, even at wholesale, they're not, they're not inexpensive because they're rare. So I would say, again, it's kind of a, um, it, you know, a deep subject, but, you know, I would say, how does it, how do you feel? Like if you have the opportunity to hold it, that's even better because then, you know, if you're sensitive to energy, then you can actually know, yeah. but again, sit with the picture of it, sit with it ask, ask it to speak to you. You know, a lot of times Andaras are very chatty, like I said, and they will speak to people. Uh, a piece of flag glass is, is, you know, most likely you're not going to get a message from that. So I, again, that's a deep subject, but I hope I covered that. Okay. There's and, a lot. And, and you know, and it's same thing with crystals. There are a lot of things that are not crystals out there as well you know I oh they're selling unfortunately fake malachite is a um is an epidemic and you know you know how you could tell it's too perfect nothing in nature has totally perfect symmetrical no it doesn't look like that nothing yeah. looks like that you're right your right side of your body is different than your left side of your body right yeah. nothing is perfectly symmetrical so that's another way you can tell if it looks too perfect um, and the, like the colors are just super, and also it vibrationally, it doesn't feel the same. Mm -hmm. So again, there's, you know, as far as like inauthentic crystals, it's unfortunately not just Andara's it's out there. Um, but no, I, you know, there's not a lot. I mean, the, the fake yeah. Malachite's pretty easy to spot. I, you know, I haven't seen a lot of, you know, artificial stuff. Um, and again, there's, there's controversy over lab grown stuff like Gaia stone, like the obsidians. I find green obsidian to be a be absolutely beautiful stone. I think some of the lab, quote lab grown or man-made uh, crystals, I, they have a vibration. Mm -hmm. I have a, um, you can't see it. I have a really large crystal ball behind me. That's, um, that's called canine crystal. That's an, that's a, a crystal used in chandeliers mm -hmm. and it, it does have a base. It is considered lab created, but it does have real crystal in it. A real crystal that's as large as this one I have would be, I think over $1,500, maybe $2,000. So this one was a little bit, and you know what? I love it. I like the vibration of it. It looks pretty. Everybody that comes over loves it. So again, I think it's, it's a personal matter. Yeah. I think yeah. that, you know, there are some lab creative items that are, are attractive to you, then, then get them. But obviously you don't want to get, you don't want to buy a fake Andar and you don't want to buy fake Malachite. <laughs> you want to avoid that. Yeah. The best you can. Yeah. The best you can. Yeah. The best you can. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, okay. So I think that was it for all the questions for now. We're getting kind of near the end of our time here. I know. This so it's, it's, it's like we've been just chit-chatting and talking away. It's like, oh my goodness. Um, so the special offers uh, that, uh, uh, is available on one second special offers from irma are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash irma five i'm going to share the link in the chat here as well thank you all right so um package a basically is an intuitive astrology natal birth chart reading plus you know if you join the bright star emporium you get 10 percent off one item mentioning my name 
Then package B is an intuitive reading and energy healing. And uh, of course, again, the Bright Star Emporium. So um, Irma, can you talk a little bit about the, the two readings, the, the, the natal chart reading the, and the intuitive reading and energy healing? Sure. Like? So um, I have my own style of chart reading. You know, I've been reading charts for a while. So I like to sit with the chart for a few days and, and really let it speak to me. Um, I think eventually I'm going to be adding, it's not on my site yet, but this might be something uh, that people are interested. In. I'm going to be doing like a little mini reading too, because a full reading is a lot. It's a lot of information. Um, I'm going to, you know, be adding a more of like a bite-sized reading. That's, you know, maybe sun, moon, and ascendant and a few more things. Um, but basically your, your natal chart, we're looking at your blueprint. We're looking at the big three, again, sun, moon, and ascendant, but we're also looking at, uh, karmic influences. We're looking at the nodes of the moon. We're looking at a lot of, you know, pertinent things there. So if you haven't, and also people say, well, I've had my chart read. I've had my chart read probably by, by 10 different people. And every time I've had a reading, I got something different from it because we all have our own style. Mm -hmm. It's almost like, right, going to, you can go to Reiki, get Reiki from 10 different people or whatever, and it's not going to be the same session. So it's really, you know, even if you've had your chart done, um, you know, I am, I, I'm schooled in what's called evolutionary astrology. That's where my training is from. Mm -hmm. So I have a certain kind of flavor or way that I approach a chart that may, may be different than what some other folks have experienced. So it's a, it's a thorough reading. You know, there's a lot of information and it is, it's on a recording. So you can go back and listen to it as many times as you like people do that. And, you know, maybe again, that's where you can get the bite size little bit of information because it's you know it's they tend to be probably 20 to 30 minutes the recording mm -hmm. so there's that um as far as the intuitive um healing i also am a medical intuitive i'm a clairvoyant healer i've been doing this work for 25 years <laughs> started when i was young and uh, <laughs> so that's good for anybody that um you know what whether you're dealing with a physical challenge or an emotional challenge so what I do is I will do an energy reading and then we set up a time in real time that I actually do the energy healing so that, you know, that's a time you're not going to be driving in your car or whatever. You're going to be safely, safely at home resting. Um, so I've okay. dealt with all kinds, all manner of physical and emotional issues in my career. Um, you know, and I, I really actually like challenging things. I like uh, things that maybe are considered arcane or hard to figure out. That that's a that's a challenge, a good challenge for me. Um, some of the the testimonials that you included, thanks for that. Um, there's there's a couple of people on there that really went to like one gentleman went to many many doctors and was really perplexed and. We, and again, it's not me. It's just my team. I have a good team that I work with. And he, we got some answers for him and it was really rewarding. And I, that's the kind of work I love to do. That, yeah. that really lights me up. Besides the crystals, my intuitive healing work and the astrology and all these things really light me up. So I, I appreciate the opportunity. Oh, Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. And that's the thing. It's like, you can tell, you know, I'm sure I can say this, but every healer, but, you know, um, Irma, you know, is, is very you know, grounded down to earth and, you know, real, right? Real and authentic. So with the readings, you're not going to get fluff. You're going to get, you know, that's for what, sure <laughs> what, what you need. And as you can see during today's conversation, Irma talks fast, right? So she talks fast. So there's a lot of information that's going to come at you. That's why it's so important to have that uh, recording. So you, cause you're going to want to go back and listen to it again and again and again to get all the information. Absolutely. I don't always talk so fast. I do on Gemini nope. moons though. Today's a Gemini moon. There you go. That's why. It's okay. I talk fast all the time. So I don't know. 
Um, so yeah, again, those two, good, though. You're right. those two packages are available at alara.at forward slash show forward slash herba five. And I, I, I love the lookout, the layout of your new website. It's just absolutely gorgeous. Oh, thank you. So beautiful. I love thank it. Thank you. I love the new site too. Thank you so much for that. I'll let, I'll let Haley Rising, my designer, I'll let her know. Yeah, I don't know. It looks really good. You know, really nice. Um, okay. So was there anything else that we want to talk about? Today. Um, the Andara sale was set for July, later in July. It's probably going to be earlier. So y'all have plenty of time to find the group to get over there. Um, we have live auctions and then we have sale, wall sales. So if you're not an auction person, I know that's not everybody's cup of tea. So we have, the auctions are really fun though. Um, we have a live auction. I have a person that helps me. So some of the rare, more rare Andars will be offering an auction. And then after the auction is over, I will post them in group and it's first come first serve. So we really try to make it as fair as possible for everybody to be able to get an Andara or whatever item that they like. Mm -hmm. And we, yep. we have a great time in the Emporium. We have a lot, lot of wonderful folks over there. I actually got this from you too. I, I asked yeah. you, I said, oh, I, I, I want a Vogel. I've been looking for one. And then you found me one and I love it. I absolutely love it. So I, 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 I use that. Yeah, the Vogels, we have Vogels too. We have a, we have a lot of different things over there. So, That's and it, it really... Oh yeah. I got this from you too. Yeah. <laughs> you got all the high vibes. She's no wonder you're hot over there. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know what? When you want it, you know, it will come to you. You just have to ask the right person. And so I whenever I want something, I ask Irma, Irma, do you know where I can find this? Irma, do you know where I can find and a this? lot of times I go, <laughs> Yes, I have it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, but that's exactly. another thing. If I don't have it, that's another service that I provide. If we don't have it and I know someone that does, I'm happy to direct people to where to get these tools. I'm really a firm believer in helping people get the tools that they need to do their healing work and their personal work. Again, that's a huge part of my, my mission. So yeah, ask away, you know, join the group and we're happy to have you. If you're not, um, if you're not on Facebook, doing Facebook groups, I'm also at Instagram at Bright Star Emporium, all one word. I do sell at Instagram also. I don't sell as many items there yet just because there's not enough hours in the day. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I yeah. do. Um, I will be having more items at Instagram that, you know, that's been kind of growing. That's a new page. I'm, I'm building that up. So if you're Instagram folks, go over there. But if you're on Facebook, I highly recommend that you join the group. We have a great time. I, we offer free things there. Um, I've had some people on, like I had a wonderful friend that's a reader go on and did some free readings in there for the new year. I did that as a gift. So yes. yeah, I mean, we do, we do, we offer fun little things just to, you know, as, as a thank you over there. So, yeah. so come please, on over. Please do join and let, and let Irma know that you, you know, found out about it from my show yes. and then, you know, and get your discount. Yeah. Let me know that you're from the show and, and to get your discount. I have another question for you, but it's more personal, so we'll we'll, we'll do it offline. But yeah, okay. Ooh, I'm like sweating buckets again because I was, I know. It's warm. I was holding Vogel, and I was like talking about the uh, the other thing there, the Moldavite, and it's like I need oh. a fabulous fan like you have. That's I what I need. <laughs> I need a multicolored fabulous fan, and I can yeah. just do exactly. Yeah. All right. So this was so much fun. Like I knew it would be. Thank so you, much everyone. Thank you, Lamar. 
you all want Thank to definitely you. go back and watch or listen again because at the beginning there was a lot of information about the cosmic weather well, what's going on next couple of months right but then but the new moons the full moons the lunar eclipses the solar eclipses next four next four moons are big enjoy them everybody take a deep yeah. dive and uh yeah have, have me on again we'll uh, talk about the more fun things thank you <laughs> sounds good thank you so much everyone for all your questions and your feedback and for you know hanging out with us talking about something so fun crystals i love crystals i love andoras i love talking about all of this stuff um yeah easy peasy lemon squeezy right so enjoy i'm a rock hound i have so many crystals i don't even know where they all are <laughs> that's how many i have they're so everywhere. me too sister <laughs> and, I, and i want more so it's like yeah it's all good all right, everyone. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Irma. So much fun. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. Until next time, I'm like sweating buckets here. I got to go. Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. <laughs>